Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Another Christian Podcast with your hosts Joey Hancock, Ben Sogwell and Jordan Atty. Guys, we are not alone today. We have got a special guest all the way over from Hope and Grace Design Company, Anna. Introduce yourself. Hello, it's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so great to have you on. Look, today... We're going to do a bit of thing. We're going to do some catch up. We're going to do some greatest of these. We love that. But today we're really going to focus in on our latest topic. And that is prayer. Brilliant. Anna, before we get into that, really tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Where are you from? And yeah, what's going on in your life at the moment? I can do that. Well, I'm Anna. I run the Hope and Grace Design Company on Instagram. Uh, I'm one of these always on Instagram kind of people. Um, I'm in my late 20s and I've known God all my life. I'm one of those church kids who just grew up at the back of church, never really left. Um, and I am all about Jesus. I'm a typical Jesus girl uh, and I just love talking about him and helping people who already know Jesus go further into their faith in him. And yeah, basically that's what I do on a daily basis. It's brilliant. It's a gift from God and Hope and Grace is a place um, where we encourage each other to go deeper with Jesus. Brilliant. Great. Well, we'll give you a little bit of an opportunity to plug some of your stuff in a little bit, maybe get some people up, signed up over on your Patreon, which we also have one. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty... I mean, it's all right. We've still got to upload Jordan's post. It's all right. I did write we'll it this there. morning real quick. <laughs> you did get it in. It's still not live. My problem. But we'll get on to that. I was just going to say, it's also worth saying, Anna, like, because this, this podcast as well, we're sponsored currently by, like, Tesco. We're <laughs> sponsored by, like, Cadbury's. We're going back to other episodes. We're sponsored not by... Not Sugar Puffs. Not Sugar Puffs. <laughs> we're sponsored by, like, Monster Munch. Do you know what I mean? We're going to reach thousands of people because all of our lucrative deals that we've we've absolutely got in the bag aren't we boys joe can you not because i'm i'm picturing the season desist coming through <laughs> any day now from about 15 it's gonna be like a what a, like a class action but the corporate side against the little people is what's gonna happen if we're not careful here. Joey only knows these words because he's watched suits yeah i've watched suits all of it about four times so i know the lot Ben, how's your week been? Yeah, uh, I've had a terrible weekend. Oh, no, why? Well, I went to visit a mate. Uh, I thought he was a good mate. Um, I walk in his door, and the first thing I see is a is a longboard. You know when those skater longboards? Hang about. Hang about. I know you spent the weekend with Joey Hancock. <laughs> I did, and do you know what shocked me the most? It's the fact that he is constantly on this podcast having a go at people who use anything other than automobiles wow. to get around. Mm. Electric yeah. scooter, hate them. Skateboards. Skateboards, hate them. But, oh. I've never ridden an electric scooter. But you do have a longboard. He's never ridden. This is the other thing. He did. He had a go on the electric scooter. I was talking to George just before. No, he didn't. Right, about... Some of the things, some of the things that's annoyed me with Joe recently. The long Guys, we've got a guest. Come remember. on, we've got a I guest. Couldn't, I couldn't remember the other thing. He's flipping gone on an electric scooter. Joey Hancock. Genuinely. And he enjoyed it. 
I did. I did enjoy it. it <laughs> there was a bit of a kick to it. I did enjoy it. The thing is, though, it was my nephew's. I had a little go on it. He's like zooming. We're in like a public park. Um, you've both been there actually, Joel. We've walked through the park. You're the you... you're the worst. You have a go at no, people no, no. skateboarding in public areas, and then you jump on an electric scooter and go through a park. Yeah, through a park. Like, but he's zipping it round at like twenty five miles an hour, bobbing and weaving between squirrels. Ridiculous, <laughs> mental. And he's like, I'll let you have a go, but you have to go on the, the lowest setting. You're not allowed on the fast setting. <laughs> and he's like, the lowest setting will take you like 10, 15 miles an hour. I'm like, great, let's have a go. Jump on it. Four miles an hour. There's people walking faster than me. I must just be a little bit too on the on the weighty side. A bit meaty. A bit for that, meaty. That scooter, I think I was. It was flipping ridiculous. But yeah. So Ben had a great weekend. Jordan, you? Um, yeah, I can't remember what I've done. Well, oh yeah, we ah oh, we went round to Rachel's mum um, and stepdad's house, and we had Christmas dinner. We had like we actually had because we weren't able to have Christmas dinner at Christmas time, obviously Coro and all that. So we we had Christmas dinner. Is that also because though what sort when you have Christmas dinner with Rachel's parents, what sort of food is it? Because I. I've been told about some extravagant Christmas lunches around that house before. We have cockerel, is our meat. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rachel's stepdad goes and gets a cockerel. We have cockerel, we had uh, pigs in blankets, homemade, roast potatoes. We had well, You ain't getting them in the shops at this time of year. No, so. no, it was in the freezer, wasn't it? Like, anyway, like yeah. <laughs> um, cauliflower cheese, we had we Yorkshire puddings, the, the, the works. Um, I so I put on my Christmas jumper. Everyone looked at me like a freak, but it was it yeah. was Christmas dinner. Sounds yeah. amazing. You're used to that. No, he's used to people looking at him like he's a freak. <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. So, nothing different. He though. is. Can I just ask though? Why does co- why is it cockerel instead of chicken? Because it's male, not female. But are we just um, being and fancy it's... and calling it cockerel rather than? Chicken? Yeah, yeah. No, that's no, literally right, okay. it. No, it's like, no, actually. <laughs> No, it's actually it's a, it's a massive. It's essentially it's a massive chicken. It's like oh, you get you get more meat out of it in that. I thought you were asking why are they having cockerel? No, I not meant- the actual question of because it, the reason why they're having cockerel is because Rachel's a completely different class to Jordan. One hundred percent. Rachel's family are middle to upper class. If you listen to the I'm if you listen to the the wives episode you'll you'll realize quite quickly i mean it, it yeah. does sound a little bit like we're going to call it cockerel just to make it sound a bit more fancy no it is yeah. genuine i come i come from a box of 20 chicken nuggets for christmas dinner do you know <laughs> in japan they have kfc for christmas dinner they do the whole of japan I know that. Yeah, yeah that's that's it's their genuinely dish. like a tradition yeah wow. it's weird isn't it if you're listening from Japan and you don't have KFC for Christmas dinner, please contact us so we can uh, tell Jordan off for stereotyping. And also, yeah. worth noting, KFC, if you're listening, please sponsor us. Um, got us a yeah. good deal there, boys. Genuinely, I reckon KFC sponsor is the one. We've probably done that one before, I reckon. More than likely. Cause, oh, More than likely. I would be paid in popcorn chicken. Anywho, <laughs> Joey, how's your week been? Mate, it's been great. I've had Ben round over the weekend. It's been brilliant. It was my birthday last week, so me and the wife went away. We travelled to the Cotswolds. I had a happy birthday from George. I don't think I actually had a happy birthday from Ben, which doesn't shock me in the slightest. I I literally videoed myself saying happy birthday before I got into work. He did. He did. He commented on my eyes. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Good eyes. Good eyes. The eyes eyes looked beautiful that morning. Yeah. Ben's eyes in a certain light. Like, honestly, 
They'll stunned. melt anyone. They'll melt anyone's <laughs> hearts. Um, but yeah, we went away. It was a good time. Good little breast. Good little break. Then we had Ben round, so the break was very swiftly over. Um, and yeah, now we're here. But Anna, how has your week been? We've been so rude. We should have asked you first. No, you're all as right. As the guest. That's should... okay. Okay. Um, all right. My week's been good. I've recently moved, so I'm still getting to know my new little town, um, which nice. has been very exciting. So I've been waiting for bright spots of weather so I can go out and explore. That's what I've been doing nice. mainly this week. Brilliant. And did you find moving house stressful? No, I kind of love it. Ah. Uh. I, uh, I'm one of these. Do you find booking holidays stressful? Because <laughs> <laughs> Jordan does. Um, I mean, I don't remember the last time I went on a holiday, so <laughs> I couldn't tell you about that. Um, no, I'm I've been nomadic for quite a while, or semi-nomadic. So moving around is kind of my normal. So I'm quite used to it by now. Fair enough. Jordan, maybe you need a bit of that in your life, a bit of nomadic lifestyle. Well, like, when I was younger, like, I think we moved house, like, 10, 11 times or something before I was about 16, and I and I quite enjoyed it. I did, I used to enjoy it, and then I got married, and it became a lot harder. <laughs> more stuff. Yeah. And more yeah. ties in an area. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about ties, <laughs> I think it's about time... <laughs> That we move on to the greatest <laughs> segment that's ever graced any podcast Dreadful. ever. That's right. It is the greatest of these. Sandwich edition. Munch, munch, munch. Welcome to the best segment that has ever graced your ears, the greatest of these, Sandwich Edition. And today, because we've got a guest, we just feel like it's right that we allow her to kick us off with her greatest sandwich. Anna, what is your greatest sandwich? My greatest ultimate, the king of sandwiches, in my opinion, is the Boxing Day sandwich. The Boxing Day sandwich. It, yeah, the boxing day sandwich, sandwich. The sandwich that you punch, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not harm, harm this sandwich. The sandwich is too precious to be threatened. <laughs> this sandwich is a special, special thing. Some would say this sandwich harms you. <laughs> <laughs> Zinger! Woo! <laughs> for me, it is the king of sandwiches. Just like for me, uh, a good roast dinner is the best meal. The mm, Boxing Day yeah. sandwich for me is my ultimate, most delicious sandwich. Sorry, just by your logic, I can tell this is going to be a dead sandwich. <laughs> oh my <laughs> dear! Oh my dear! What does that ben? mean? Wow, well, you're not good. A, a roast dinner, <laughs> yeah, is the greatest meal of all time. Yes. That's wrong. Oh, my logic is flawed. Yeah, so let's move in. Tell us, try and win me, try and win me over. I, it but... looks unlikely, doesn't it? At this point, it looks unlikely. <laughs> so rude, brutal, Benjamin Tugwell. So the Christmas dinner involves um, turkey stuffing, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, bread sauce. No, uh, oh, gravy. Always bread sauce. Gravy needs to go in the sandwich. Um, and then maybe a little bit of lettuce or something. That goes in the sandwich. Lettuce? Yeah. Let Why not the <laughs> What? Why not the veg? Why not the veg? 
Ben I'm was with ben genuinely. Did <laughs> so I almost have you there? I'll just, I'll just take out the lettuce and will I almost have you? <laughs> no, I think and that's not, just surprised him. Oh, and some, and some cranberry sauce as well. That's got to go in there. Are you sticking <laughs> lettuce on your roast dinner? No, it's all cold. Yeah. So the next. But like, if it's as a Boxing Day sandwich, though, why would you put lettuce in over like carrots? No, no, no. You, peas, you, you, you don't broccoli. put. You, you don't need your veg in your sandwich. Not your cooked veg. But you have a lettuce. Yeah, because it brings a nice fresh crunch to things. Okay. No. Yeah. No. I could. I could get behind that. I mean, it's cold no, meat, can't. so it'd have a crunch in it already. Cold meat and your sauces. The lettuce can be optional. That's absolutely fine. But um, okay, that's my sandwich. But the lettuce is in yours. The lettuce is Personally, in yours. Personally, the lettuce <laughs> is in mine. Yeah. And you're putting gravy on this, aren't yes. you? Yes. And bread sauce. So what you do is you put gravy on one piece of bread and bread <laughs> sauce on the other piece of bread, and then okay. you have all your okay. you, you have all your. This is such a dead sandwich. Look, you can't see their faces <laughs> right now, but they're not happy no, with no. this. <laughs> You're putting gravy on lettuce. No, like I'm with <laughs> Anna. I, you, I, you say it's a dead sandwich. I, no, no, no. That's Ben's. That's Ben. And Ben's an idiot. So we don't listen to what Ben's got to say. I'm with you all the way with the sandwich. And t- and I've got to admit though, until you went that's and fine. you put some lettuce. You don't in have there. to have the lettuce. That's absolutely fine. But you're having the lettuce, so that's what we're rating this on. <laughs> I've done my sandwich a disservice by adding the lettuce. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Why you put lettuce? Gravy and lettuce. I shouldn't have said it. Oh my goodness. I paused before I said it as well because I thought it wouldn't go down very well, but it's true to you know my sandwich. You like get Harvester, mm. you go to the salad bar at Harvester, do you go up to the waiter and go, got any gravy that I can <laughs> sprinkle over this? No, because it's not, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> right, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Quite simply, and it's early, it's very early. But I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to use it. That's a jog right on. <laughs> but it's also a grow writer. <laughs> wow. Wow, Ben Tugwell's in. I, I think as well it's worth it's worth just noting if you haven't listened to the podcast, I, I think we skipped over a bit where we say what sections like what um tiers, tiers. we put these into. So you've got you've got top notch, which is, you know, well, top notch. You've got take it or leave it. A sandwich that you you'll have if someone makes for you, but you probably wouldn't make it yourself. And then you've the got the Boxing Day on. sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I would put the Boxing Day sandwich in take it or leave it. I think. Yeah. Because I would happily, I'd happily eat it if someone made me it, but I wouldn't. You wouldn't eat the lettuce. You'd be pulling that lettuce out. <laughs> yeah. So let's be real here. So yeah. not, oh, she, oh, she's a guest. We need to be nice. No, Anna, I'm telling you, right, like, your last name's wow. Mayo. It is. Your last name's <laughs> Just stick Mayo on it. No, no. Okay, so if it was just a chicken and lettuce sandwich, if it was a chicken salad sandwich, then you need the mayo. But because it's a Boxing yes, Day sandwich, you, you need the gravy and the bread sauce and the cranberry sauce. Right, I haven't got an issue with the sauces. I've got the issue with the lettuce still being there. Right, we okay, need to well, move before, on. We need to yeah, move we're on. not going to fight about this, Ben. You can have this out on the Instagram if you want. <laughs> like that's absolutely fine. I'm going to go in with a staple. I don't oh. even know if it was on the list, but I'm going in with a staple for me. It's a breakfast sandwich because we all love a good breakfast sandwich. I'm going for a bacon and egg sandwich, but the t- the bread's toasted. I'm not about this. Like soggy bread breakfast sandwich. You can get oh, that yeah. right out. What were yeah. we saying? <clears throat> you had me until you said it was toasted. Like what? when you get when you get with any sandwich, when you have like hot a hot sandwich, if you have bacon or sausage and egg, like 
you need the bread to be really thick and you need a slab of butter in there and then it and then you oh and you squeeze it together and it becomes like squishy and an old buttery that's disgusting. And, oh, that's disgusting. you can jog sauce. right on no i love a toasted sandwich see yeah, so do I. But my only issue with the toast here is if you've got a runny yolk, you want the, the yolk to go into the bread. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And so and so by the logic that we use to judge Anna's ridiculous lettuce concoction, we're <laughs> judging Joey upon he said it's a toasted, was it bacon and egg sandwich? Bacon and egg. Yeah. Sometimes you can whack a sausage in there, but we're going to stick with a classic bacon and egg. Bacon and egg with toasted. For that reason, because you toasted it, jog on. I'd go take it or leave it, I think, but I prefer it untoasted. Okay, well, I'm going to go top-notch. Because it is top-notch. And so, therefore, it goes into top-notch. Yep. Glad that we can all agree on that. And there's no issue with that. So, I know we've all just absolutely slated putting lettuce into a sandwich, but what about... We're going to use bacon again, but what about a staple BLT? How do we feel about BLTs? See, we weren't we weren't bashing putting lettuce in a sandwich. We, can, we, put, we were bashing putting lettuce in that sandwich. Got a, easy, easy one. This one, BLT, surely. Go on, top notch. No complaints about BLT as long as it's as long as the bacon's crispy. I'm good. Do you know what? I'm going to go straight in. BLT is. No. BLT is the greatest of these. Yeah, it is. I'm saying it. I'm. I'm. I'm going to say it as well. You know what? Jog right on. <laughs> that can do one. Tomatoes are disgusting. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm not a big fan of tomatoes, but I think sometimes a tomato in a sandwich can give it everything it needs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind tomatoes, but that sandwich combination, I'm just a bit like. It's just a bit boring. No, it's like, nice. It's boring. It's nice. Okay, so you're going jog on, I'm going top notch. You're going great to these, Jord. What about you, Anna? Where are you I'm going about? top notch. I think, apart from the fact that I still need to defend my sandwich to be greatest of these, because <laughs> um, <laughs> to me it truly yeah. is, I think BLT yeah. is a very well-rounded sandwich. And I'm, yeah, no, I could normally enjoy a BLT. Nice. So, so then it goes top notch. Yeah, yeah, top notch. It fits right in. Ben, can you tell me you're bringing us one with a bit of chicken in or something? I need some chicken you, in my life. You know which one I'm bringing in. The most incredible sandwich that has ever graced this earth. And we had this discussion in episode two. Oh, is it, it what is I think it is? The chicken and sweet corn. Yes. Oh, what oh, are you on about? No. The it's... greatest of these. No. Yeah, I'm oh. putting it. It's my greatest of these. It's you're, right in there. You're both having chicken with sweet corn as your greatest it's... of these. Ben, oh, mate. explain why. Tell him all the details, but not all the you details. Just... Keep it quick. You, you you bite into it and you get chicken, you get a bit of mayo, but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's this <laughs> weird texture. What is it? What is it? It tastes, it tastes yellow. <laughs> it tastes yellow. <laughs> it's out of nowhere. It pops into your mouth and you're going, this is absolutely beautiful. The chicken and sweet corn is the greatest of a, any chicken yeah. triple that you're having. Any, yeah. anything. No. The chicken and sweet corn is the staple you want. It's better than chicken and stuffing. It's better than chicken and bacon. It mm. is wonderful. Ben, would you- I would call it an underdog sandwich. It's 
you don't see many people with it, but you're always satisfied with a chicken and sweet corn sandwich. It's not too heavy. So, so underrated. It's not too heavy. That's what I love about it. It's like a light bite, but it just tastes so good. The only thing I'm not a big fan of is you get it at like a Morrison's or something and you know it's coming on brown bread. Brown bread. I like that. Dead. I knew you were, gonna, I knew you were about to say that. It's actually like a wholemeal bread, but it's quite nice. Yeah, but uh, that sandwich is going in absolute jog on. Like, no. The, the, if, there is a, if there was a section that was the most jog on, that's where that sandwich would be going. Look, I'm actually I, I'm struggling to find words because I just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, you Let's, can't talk on sandwiches. We've learned. I don't understand <laughs> how this Gray could be the greatest of these. <laughs> I don't get it. Thank you very much, it. Anna. Thank you. I mean, could could I could go? I could understand if you were trying to say tuna sweet corn. Mm, no. I can understand that uh, more uh, than chicken no. sweet corn. I no. This goes. I'm putting that straight to the bottom of my pile. That can just disappear off the shelf. Thank you very much. Thank you, Anna. You can definitely come back. Can I stay? So, Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, I've got one fan. Stay. The other two don't want my lettuce sandwich. but uh, No, Jordan doesn't want your lettuce sandwich. Does no one want my <laughs> lettuce your, sandwich? He wants your vote. He wants your vote. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's looking for. I don't want your lettuce in your, in your, in your boxing day sandwich. Has anyone, does anyone have any opinions on um, smoked salmon? Oi. Why are we going go in the smoked salmon? <laughs> because I feel <laughs> the need. chicken to... and sweet corn. No, yeah, chicken but, and sweet corn. You've got to put it into top in notch. Okay. It's top right, notch because we're the greatest of these. Yeah. Right. So we're on smoked salmon now. Anna's smoked got salmon. smoked salmon. No, smoked cool. salmon, cream cheese and cucumber. Oh, nah. Delicious. Not about it. Oh, okay. No. What class you are get... you from? Whatever one has that. Ben, look, is ben, going in. <laughs> ben absolutely loves an M&S sandwich platter. I know that for Honestly. a fact. They don't come without salmon and cream cheese sandwiches. Doesn't mean I have to eat it. Yeah, he's not having a sandwich platter to himself, or is he? <laughs> yeah. Well, who well, knows? Ben. No, no way. Absolutely no way. Jog on. Salmon yeah. can Jog smoke on. salmon. Is vile. I'm not doing it, very like, well here, terrible. am I? No, you are, no. Anna. Anna, you are. I'm with you. I'm solidarity. Smoke salmon <laughs> sandwiches. Ben, you just need to grit. You aren't about people growing up. You need to grow up. Are you going top notch then? Top notch. Yeah, with that, 100%. <sighs> it's the cream cheese that just ruins it for me, I think. And a bit of avocado can... in there. Oh, that can get right out. See, but flip. I- I'm sticking with you because we're voting together on this one, but personally, me and avocado don't get on very well. Okay. Now, what's that? The avocado. Well, I'm, from, I'm from York, and it's becoming the most pretentious city in the north. for avocado. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Joey's going in. There's plenty of avocado in Bristol, Joey. Yes, yeah, Joey. But I'm not from Bristol, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you claim that's where you claim you're from. Anyway, so where where are we putting smoked salmon? Then what's what's what are we doing? Jog on. Okay. Top notch, I'd say. Top notch. So therefore, it ha- we've two top notches, two jog ons. But Joey's put it in jog on, so therefore. It's take it or leave it. Jogging. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave no, it. No, you can have it. Take it or leave it. Right, let's it. have let's have one or two more. All right, I'm going to bring Come one on. that I think will will tear the nation. I'm going to say it. It's coronation chicken and cheese. No, huh? uh. I might take the cheese off. Listen, no, there's no need. To. No, yeah, take, take the cheese out. <laughs> who who sits there and has a curry, which is coronation chicken? <laughs> right, it's just a curry. Who sits there and has a curry and goes sprinkle a bit of parmesan on that? <laughs> I mean, you know he's having a, a like one of them cheesy naan breads, isn't he? Oh 
yeah, See? boy. Anyway, right, this one, jog on, because you've stuck the cheese in. <laughs> Coronation chicken, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yeah. why are you sticking cheese in it? Don't overcomplicate it, mate. Don't, Both whoever it is, don't. Both of them, jog on. Both. Coronation chicken is grim. Oh, wow, no. okay. Vile. Putrid. Looks like sick. Tastes like it. How is that any different from chicken and sweet corn? Thank How you, is it Anna. any different Thank from you. lettuce in a Boxing Day sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> you sounded the most like Smith that you've ever sounded then. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the one. Okay, here's the one. So hang on, hang on. Where are we putting it then? Before, sorry, jog on. Jog on. Oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> a chip butty. Just on its own. No sauce, nothing. You can, I don't care what you do with it. Just in general, you can have salt vinegar on it. You can have sauce no, on it. No sauce. I don't know if you can say that because, but we like, are saying it because, quite <laughs> simply, a chip butty by itself is or good. with sauce, absolutely vile. What? No. What? <laughs> what? Are you? Don't get it. Are you actually? Don't get it. You're, are you actually joking? I don't get it. What? I don't get it. right. So you, you're sticking oh. potato. Yeah. Inside bread, yeah. I, I just don't get. You wouldn't like a mashed potato, yeah. Sandwich, yes, you would. I just don't get <gasps> it. Look, here's what here's what we know right now. Ben's in the Jamie Oliver generation <laughs> of, of school dinners right there, isn't he? Because he's not he's not had the chip butties at school. Oh, he's not so had the, the chip butties on the walks home. No, it's not. Not when they slather oh. half a pound of butter on it yes. on that roll yes. and it's dripping. Oh, oh top notch. So I'm dry. there. I'm there chip straight butty, away. Chip butty is top notch. hundred percent. I think I might be agreeing with Ben. No. Which I think oh, which I think I've already learned is not a great shout, but <laughs> that's harsh that's rude no I think I'm siding with Ben on this one I, I've had a couple of chip butties with like a fish meal like from the chippy and I just totally take it or leave it but I might downgrade it to whatever's next under that it's just so dry uh, I just don't you're so dry have a word with yourself man <laughs> <laughs> amazing alright look top notch top notch and you guys are going jog on jog yeah. on yeah, it has to be. It has to All be right, taken. I'll leave it then. Oh, that's so that's, disappointing. That is, honestly, that is a that is a somber note to end <laughs> this section on. Wow. Okay, we hope you enjoyed the greatest of these, and now we are going to move into our main section, but really briefly before that, Ben, tell us, we're going to go into more detail next week, a bit more about this, but tell us, what is prayer? Well, prayer itself is simply communicating with God. That's all it is. It's us having a dialect with God. Jesus shows us how to pray in the Bible, if you want to dig deeper into like the wider prayer. Um, maybe go have a look at that. But simply, it is communication. It is how do we communicate with God? Well, we communicate with God through prayer. And now we are going to talk to the lovely Anna a little bit about prayer in her life and prayer in her journey. But before that, look, it wouldn't be right. We've got to know you a little bit. We've had a bit of an introduction, but our fans want to know, our listeners want to know the nitty gritty. Some of your (laughs) your off-the-cuff answers to some this-or-that questions, because actually they're really important. Me and Ben have got a long history of this-or-that. 
It's <laughs> very long. <laughs> very long. Very long, overdrawn. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But we're really going to go sh- for When we say should have stopped, we, we should have stopped like eight months ago. before we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Ben. We're, I think we just take it in turns. Let's just answer this or that questions. Yeah. Anna, you need to answer straight away okay. with your go-to choice. Okay. Ben, kick us off. Okay. Start off easy. Asda or Tesco? Tesco. KFC or McDonald's? McDonald's. I have a word. Nike or Adidas? Nike. What's Adidas? What's, what's Adidas? Nike? What's Nike? Do you mean Nike? <laughs> what's, Adi- what's Adidas? <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi or Coke? Neither. 7-Up or Sprite? 7-Up. Interesting. Fanta or Tango? Fanta. Yes, well done. Yes. Tyrol's Crisps or Kettle Crisps? Kettle. Good choice. Mm. Good choice. Had to think about that one. Curries or Chinese? Chinese. Nice. That that. is the best shout. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good choice. Couple more. Apple or Samson? Apple. Pasta or pizza? Pasta. 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 Nice. I'm, I'm a fan. I rate that. But yeah. I, that's always the most controversial one. I, I and I'd pasta, fully, yeah. No and I'd fully go pizza. I'd go pasta. Yeah. Do, you know why, do you know why Jordan would go pizza? Why? Because Rachel's going pasta and he gets to finish her pasta. <laughs> no, because he's an absolute child. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Flip sake. Wow, sake. Yeah. All right. Look. Moving straight into things. Anna, it is great to have you with us. We obviously want to talk a little bit about prayer. We've got some questions lined up. And I think Jordan's going to take us through most of them. So me and Ben are basically going to be here, but not be here at the same time. And we'll chip in here and there. So Jordan, over to you. You'll chip in, all right. Um, So (laughs) yeah, first question then. Um, What is prayer to you? And how does it influence your life recently? Just a small question to start off with. Just then. a small, just a small question, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, to me, prayer is an ongoing conversation with God. Um, it can be really formal with liturgy. I, I'm Church of England attender, so liturgy is an option for me. Nice. Um, with like prayer books and church services and stuff. Um, or it can be crying out to God in the middle of a mess. Um, I find prayer can also be sung worship and time talking with God and just walking with him. Um, I also do a lot of journaling through like praying through journaling. Um, and it's to me, prayer is this ongoing conversation that is like talking to my best friend. Um, it wasn't always like that for me. Um, I lived quite a normal life, (laughs) just talking to God on Sunday mornings, um, and then um, I'd kind of talk to him through the week a little bit or maybe spend a week with him at a summer camp in the summer when I was younger. And it was yeah. kind of like, I'm going to this camp so I can meet with Jesus. Um, and, you you know, when you get a bit closer to God in those weeks and then you come away and you go back to your regular life and things kind of fade away. Um, but I found that since I've met Jesus more and more and more through my life, there was this one moment for me where I was making a big life decision and I had this encounter with Jesus and it changed everything. I realized how close he was and how much he walked with me every day. And since that moment, my prayer life has deepened and grown to the point where now it is just an ongoing conversation that I have with God all throughout the day. Um, And it just continues day to day, week to week, month to month. Nice. 
Brilliant. Anything, anything to add to that? Anything to chirp in, boys, or anything? Or shall I move on? This isn't the second question, but just on the back of that, I'm going to chuck this one in. Um, is is prayer you always talking to God? Is it always you talking? No. Lots of listening as well. Because it's, yeah. it's a conversation. It's a two-way conversation. So I think when we think about prayer, sometimes we think, oh, you have to be really chatty. You have to be talking all of the time. But if prayer is talk, sorry, I'm just, yeah, had a, had a, is this still recording moment? Sorry about that. Um, if prayer is talking to God and having a conversation with Him, which for me it definitely is, then it's a two way thing. There's a lot of being still and listening, um, as well as talking to God. Nice. Um, how instrumental is prayer in your business and the decisions that you make? You mentioned that you you have a business, so, yeah. so how does how does prayer influence that? Um, it's instrumental and completely vital to Hope and Grace. It's the core of it all. Through at Hope and Grace, what I want to do is put Jesus first, and in order to do that, I need to be engaged in prayer with God because so. For anyone who doesn't know, Joey's wife, Abby, who you have all met, um, she works with me on Hope and Grace a little bit. And so we've kind of, we're growing, working out how to um, find God's direction for Hope and Grace. And that has to be done through prayer. Um, I I bring every idea to God. I bring every thought to him. I bring every kind of planning decision for Hope and Grace to God. and he directs us. He changes our ideas and he, he brings different things. Um, but no, prayer is vital and central to hope and grace. Mm. That's brilliant. Takes a lot of, um, a lot of trust, doesn't it? Yeah. Like I, I've seen, um, if any of our listeners follow Anna on Instagram, you'd see over the past number of weeks, obviously you've been not in some of the easiest, situation life situations and that's obviously gonna have some some impact on your business and everything like that like how again this is not really one of the questions we've got down but how on earth because just for my own like i guess curiosity how does how do you pray in that how do you pray in the difficulties of going like you you do your your role with hope and grace full-time yeah and that's your sole income how did you really get to that point of trust because it must be like in a business where you are like dependent on sales and dependent on your following being involved how does that really just trying to figure out what i'm trying to say how do how do you factor that prayer into that how yeah how how do you trust god with that yeah yeah um the answer is it's taken a long time to learn honestly you don't start off I didn't start off automatically trusting God with every single part of my life. Um, But that is the journey God's taken me on to learn that. Um, There were two things that God taught me over about a year and a half. When I went full-time with Hope and Grace, he taught me these two things. The first thing was my starting point had to be to seek first his kingdom. Mm. That had to be where I started. Um, I couldn't look at money first. I couldn't look at followers first. I couldn't look at reach or turnover I couldn't look at that I had to look at kingdom Jesus am I seeking you in this Lord um and that meant I had to learn how to submit to God 
I had to learn how yeah. to be obedient to God, the kind of obedience that hurts sometimes, the kind of obedience that corrects you and says, look, Anna, we're going to go this way instead of the one you want to go down. Um, and I had to learn how to give it all to him. And by doing that, I learned to trust him because when I gave him something, he was faithful with it. He didn't ruin anything. He didn't destroy anything without putting something better in its place. He didn't do anything nasty to me. He was faithful to me and to, and to hope and grace. And so every time I did that, I learned that he was trustworthy with the things that were precious to me. And so that was the first thing that I had to learn at Hope and Grace. The second thing was, what well, it's a follow-on really, but kind of to relearn and continue to learn that Jesus is more important than money. Mm. And again, that's obedience and dis- um, discipline um, and walking in step with Jesus. And all of that is communion with God. And that is prayer to me. Um, so, yeah, it, I think my version of prayer is quite a broad definition of what prayer is. Some people are, might expect a kind of you, you say this, you say this prayer and God replies. But actually, to me, prayer is my whole being, really, um, in being in communion with God all the time. Yeah, I think like before I was a Christian, I, I imagined prayer like like kind of like you see in the films or whatever or TV shows where it's on a night time where you kneel down at the end of your bed and you put your hands mm. together and that's the only time that you and you've you have to be like oh dear God you know that X Y Z thank mm. you maybe you know there's there's like a set pattern to to follow and and Jesus does teach us that there there is sort of a time and a place for that type of prayer. Yeah. He teaches, doesn't he? It's um in Luke eleven where he where he speaks about it. And um so there is there there is a time and a place for that. But yeah, I, I like what you're saying about that prayer isn't isn't it is that but it's not limited to that. Mm. And that's sort of something as well that you learn, isn't it? Like as um it's sort of like a cliche in the Christian world, but the more that you learn about God, actually, the more you learn that what you don't know, mm. like the amount that you, the more you learn, the more you learn that you don't know. Yeah, Does yeah, that make yeah. sense? That's yeah. a bit, bit of a tongue twister in it for you, but, and it's the same with prayer, isn't it? Like that's, that's amazing. It's, it's a much more, I guess it's different. It, I, it's different to my prayer life. It's different to how I, I would journey through prayer. Um, mm. But actually, it's completely valid and it's completely like there's no one way to pray, is there? So. I think the thing about prayer is that it's, it's bigger than any one definition and it encompasses all of these things. So, yeah, no, none of us are saying, thankfully, none of us are saying that any one way of praying is more or less valid than the other. It's all under this umbrella of, as um, Ben said at the beginning, talking to God. Mm. And this is where I'm waiting for Ben to go. Actually, I'm waiting for like a Ben moment. This is this is my do, way of praying, and this is the right way. We um we're talking a lot about talking to God and how we talk to God. But obviously, you say mm. at the start, prayer is also listening to God as well. And listening mm. to God for every single person is different, and it changes. And I've yes. I've noticed in my own life that God speaks to me different ways, and sometimes it makes me feel super uncomfortable. Because I expect God to speak a certain way and all of a sudden he speaks a different way. So at the start of lockdown, God really started speaking to me through like dreams and stuff. 
and it was incredible because it was so tangible and so obvious and so clear. And I woke up thinking sometimes God was telling me like, hey, this is going to happen in your life. And it was like, I don't want that to happen in my life. But it was clearly from God. But then that sort of slowly peters out when God starts talking to you different ways. And I was talking to Joe the other day about how um, I was like waiting for, I was listening to like a sermon, like, oh, I need, to, I need to hear from God today. I need to hear from God today. And I just really subtly in my soul had like a, I don't need to do that because I can do it within your, mm. within here now. And I'm changing the way I'm doing it again. Yeah. But within that time frame and that space, there's also sometimes a lot of panic. And now your business is so centered upon prayer. How do you cope with when God speaks to you a different way to where he once did? How do you work that transition out? Because for me, it comes with a lot of stress and anxiety. Like, is God really changing the way he prays for me now? Because this isn't what I was used to. So how do you navigate that? Um. We're throwing plenty of curveballs. No, it's absolutely fine. I wrote down a load of stuff that I could talk about. So most of this is um, hitting stuff that I had thought I might mention. Um, I think the answer to that, or my answer to that, or my thought to add to that thought, is quite a Christianese thing to say, which is once you know you can trust God, you can trust God, and mm. and. He is the, the things that get me through. So yes, the panic, and certainly, um, I think you're absolutely right. We all have moments where our our experience of faith or our experience of Jesus changes in some way. Um, we have moments in life that test us, and we find out something different about ourselves, and that changes our you know that impacts our walk with God. Um, so I don't think we're ever done changing. I don't think we're ever done being challenged in those ways. But the way I cope with them is by going back to my history with God and saying, Lord, you have shown me, you've been so gracious to me, you've been so faithful to me. When I wasn't faithful to you, you were faithful to me and you've sh he's shown me now. I've been in this kind of very intentional walk with God for about six years and and he's shown me so deeply that I can trust him. Like the other day, um, about two days ago, I so I've got something coming up in my life which is quite a stretching thing to happen and I thought I'd be approaching it I thought I'd be really scared I thought I'd be scared and nervous and anxious and I also thought I'd be on my face praying <laughs> for days <laughs> because I thought that's what God needed from me and I thought that's what I would need to do but actually Jesus showed me and I was freak I was not freaking out I was getting a bit anxious within myself and saying, oh am I am I off the on the wrong track am I not being good enough is he now going to not do this awesome thing in my life because I'm being a bit rubbish right now um but he showed me he said Look, I'm with you and you are where I've asked you to be so actually all we need to do is do this together um which to me I don't know if that answers your question or speaks to it but to me, that was a challenging thing to hear from God. Actually, it was do less, do less, not more. Um, I'm with you. We're working this out. Um, nice. I don't know if that speaks to what kind of your thought was, but no, yeah, it's really good. I guess it, it is that it, just trust. It's that trust. It's that trust that He's so much bigger than me, and he, my wobbles don't don't surprise Him. He already knows what he's doing and I've already given my life so completely to him. I can trust him to work it out in me yeah. um, nice. more than I trust my response to him some days. Yeah. 
Nice. Um, that yeah, that's amazing stuff. And so you, so like we've spoken about about prayer and and what that means for Christians and stuff. Um, but for anyone of our listener who who isn't a Christian, Anna, what would you say about prayer to them? What would you what would like be a nugget of advice, if you will, to to say to a, to a non Christian about prayer? I was thinking about this. I would say. It's a, big, life, it's a big question, like it is. I would say that life is really hard and can be really confusing and really, yeah. really lonely. And I think so many of us are more lonely than we know. Mm. And we burn ourselves out trying to find the right answer to really big things. And so if you had a question, or if you when you have a question, you Google it. Yeah. You know where to find the answer. And without comparing God to Google <laughs> or making Google God, um, I would say that if you are looking for a quest, if you were looking for an answer to a question, you would you would ask the source. You would ask the you would go to the place you knew had the answer. Good, and yeah. to me, praying is asking the one who knows the answer. Nice, yeah. yeah. And so Ooh. that is what I would say. Prayer is an act of asking the one who already knows the answer. So you've literally got nothing to lose because we're either mad and you lose nothing and your life doesn't change or we're right and you literally gain everything because you gain a relationship with the one who knows the answer. That's amazing. That's a, that, that is yeah. a flipping that is a trailer clip right there <laughs> and what a, what a way to end I, I think as um yeah is there is there any sort of final thoughts there at all or uh, boys you got anything to chuck in no i think that was brilliant no i think you've hit yeah you've hit the nail on the absolute head it is i actually think it's really perfect because the way we're we're sort of doing it is we really want to hear a bit of someone's story about prayer today and then we've touched on that that idea of what does prayer mean for people who don't know Jesus just then, but also we want to we want to look at this idea of prayer in a bit more of a basic introduction, sort of. Because one thing that is weird and shocking to some, or may not be, is that actually a large portion of the UK, who where we're based, has has prayed at some point. The world turns to prayer in difficult times, yeah, and. There's something in that, and I think we're going to explore a bit more about that in the coming weeks as we as we move on. But yeah, thanks for talking Thank to us, so Anna. Much. Thanks for having it's me. Been, it's been brilliant. Thank you so much, Anna. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening, Anna. Before we move on to plug in our stuff, why don't you tell us where our listeners can find out more about you and Hope and Grace? Yes, awesome. So find me on Instagram um, at Hope Grace Design Co. Um, that's where we are based. That's the hub of our little community. And then you can come and join our super excellent community on Patreon um, where we dig into fellowship and behind the scenes of developing Hope and Grace. Um, and you can come join us there too. So those are the two places to find us and you can find links to all of that on our Instagram. Yeah, nice. and you can also find links to that in this episode description. I've got to tell you, Anna is 150% more active on her Patreon than we are. <laughs> so yeah. it's definitely worth checking out. But 
We also have some areas where you can check us out as well. Jord, what is our Instagram? Uh, our Instagram is at another Christian poddy. Uh, make sure you check oh. us out. You'll see our beautiful faces from time to time when we remember. Yes. And Ben, where can they find us on Twitter? Again, less active on there, but we still use it. It's worth checking out. At AC underscore poddy. Make sure you uh, well done. Well send done. us a tweet. Give us a little DM. Yeah. And on all of our links, you can find access to our Patreon. We are publishing content on there, devotionals to go over our episodes, some extended cuts. It's worth checking out. But also, I would really love it, or we would all love it, actually, if you would leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We've had a few reviews and a few ratings over there. It would be great if you can just help yeah. us on that journey. But also, if you're listening on Spotify, a large portion of our listener base is on Spotify. But are you following us? Are you getting notifications mm-hmm. of when the latest episode is out? Make sure you click that follow yeah. button. But without further ado, Anna... Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. And we will see you guys in the next episode. See you you later. Bye. Bye.